Good morning, everybody, on a Thursday. How you doing? This is CA, on-air personality on the iHeartRadio network, biblical teacher, encourager, and friend. How's everybody doing today? I want to remind you, as I always do, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, you can always email me here at the studio. We're in downtown Fort Worth, central downtown Fort Worth today at the iHeartRadio studio. Up top the tower, my email address is morningsbrew at gmail.com morningsbrew at gmail.com, okay? And uh, like me on my Facebook page, 
please go to that, the Morning Brew Christian Podcast. Check that like button. You can also follow me on any of my major networks on Apple Podcasting, Google Podcast, Amazon. Uh, we're syndicated on iHeartRadio. So you can find us just about anywhere. Let's talk about what's going to happen on our show today. What do you say on a Thursday? We're actually getting ready to have Friday around the corner. We're trying to get back to normal programming on some things when we can. So today, I am going to be, by special request, going back to my biblical archives. And we're going to be teaching on, or I'm going to be teaching on, I should say, Can we know what is the will of God? I want you to be thinking about that. Can we know what is the will of God? To know what God's will is. So I'm going to give you some helps. I'm going to teach you a little bit about it. Because I had someone email me and ask me, CA, will you teach about that? Absolutely, this morning I sure will. We've got another song coming up for you here in just a second. And, haven't had him in a while, Bus Captain Bill. That's right, he's here in the studio this morning. He wants to say hi to everybody. Trying to bring these guys back slowly and surely. Slowly but surely. We've got some new characters that are going to be coming out. But anyway, Bus Captain Bill will be here and he will join me here at the studio. Alright, you ready to get coffee up and play another song here? And we'll get him called up here and talk to him for a little while. So what do you say? Let's get some music rocking and rolling. What are we going to find on... uh, my mixed playlist for good Christian music. You're probably like, see, hey, what are you going to play? Let's do Good Lord with Kathy Nicole and David Leonard. Because we do have a good Lord. The duet? When I look back, I can see that it's you met my needs every time.
So now without further ado, it's been a little while. What do you say? Let's bring on Bus Captain Bill. Here we go. Instrumental music for Bus Captain Bill. What do you say? Let's give him a uh, cheer. I'm going to give him a good old round of applause. It's been a while. How about some morning crow? Boy, I tell you, coffee just can't do it. All right, quit laughing at him, guys. All right, somebody give him a whistle, please. There you go. Drum roll. Fanfare. Countdown for Bus Captain Bill. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Your friend, my friend. Bus Captain Bill, it's been a long time. How are you doing, sir? Well, CA, hey, how are you doing? This is Bus Captain Bill. You know, I want to say it's so great to be in this nice studio here in beautiful downtown, central downtown Fort Worth. You can't complain. You know, I still smell the food. And you know, back in the 70s, and I'm going to date myself way back. I'm not going to tell anybody how old I am. But back in the day, I remember the bread from Mrs. Baird's bread right off of Interstate I-30. A lot of people don't know this because a lot of them are out of towners, out of states. But good morning to everybody. But yes, every time you'd do a drive through, you would f- f- smell blood. That's right. You know, and I remember being young that uh, my grandfather and my dad, we'd all go ride down there on Interstate 30 and ride off the freeway, right off of 30 and Summit to the right-hand lane over there. And you can Google it if you want to. It's the old Mrs. Baird's Bakery. You could see them rolling the dough with their chef hats on. People honking their horns and waving. Some people like a drive-thru, you know, they'd be just uh, like a drive-in movie, Just, but it wasn't a movie. They were just watching these guys work and make that fresh bread. Oh, yes, yes, I remember that. And I remember they let you go in there at this particular store that was just right in there, and you could get fresh bread. Nothing better than fresh bread. I agree. Because I've been in situations where I've been to stores and you squeeze the bread. One time I had an encounter. To where I squeezed the bread so hard because it was so tough that it crumbled <laughs> and the plastic wrapping came apart. I had to tell the manager about this. was decades ago. Oh, my goodness, Glazes ZA. You need to be a little bit careful there when you squeeze the bread. You know, it's like, don't squeeze the shaman. <laughs> yeah, you're right there, Bus Captain Bill. Well, what have you been up to the last few months? We haven't had a chance to talk to you. Well, like, you know, we have been really busy. You know, insurance costs has went up dramatically inflation's gone up we really need to play for our country the craziness out there remember what happened you heard here recently in allen texas where do you go see you can't go 
you got to live your life. You got to go. Your people got to go to the malls. They got to go to the grocery store. They got to maybe get out and go to the movies. They want to travel. They want to vacation. But we're dealing with inflation. We're dealing with uh, these crazy nuts out there that are creating all these crazy situations. Our mental health department really needs more hospitals on mental health. I agree. In fact, I heard you talk about the month of May is Mental Health Month. That's right. The month of May, Bus Captain Bill, I see you're wearing green. The month of May, I'm telling everybody to please wear green at least three times. That's all I'm asking. Three times. Take a picture, send it to me, email it to me, morningsbrew at gmail.com, morningsbrew at gmail.com, or I got a group Facebook page, the Morning Brew Christian Podcast on iHeartRadio. Put it there. Or you want to just send it to me and I'll post it. If you want to go anonymous, that's fine. You want to give me your first name with your state. And let's support this mental health because there just is not enough hospitals. There's hospitals, but we ain't even got enough hospitals. But there ain't even enough hospitals with mental health. Yes, I have a question for you, Lassie, because I know you went to a Bible college. Do you think that mental health has been going on even back in the Bible days? I really do. Uh, I talked to a college professor a long time ago about this, way before mental health really just skyrocketed. Back in the Bible times, Jesus ran into situations in his ministry work. And uh, the Bible doesn't speak a lot about different, it speaks a lot about different things, but I'm sure. And not only, you know, Jesus, the most important thing, he, most important person, I should say, dealed with that in his ministry work. You know, look what Father Abraham and Noah, I'm sure when Noah was building the ark, he was dealing with some crazies out there. It's just a crazy world. And it all goes back, and I'll just say this, mm-hmm, I want to hear this. Yeah, it all goes back <clears throat> to when Lucifer, and I've told, and I've shared the story, and I hate to even bring the name up, Lucifer was a high archangel back in the day. He was up in heaven before God created the earth and all, all that, right? So, Lucifer thought that he was going to be God. Well, there's only one God, Father God up in heaven, that we should worship. That's what's going to get us to heaven. I agree 110%. That's right. Lucifer turned against God. So, God said, there can only be one God, and that's me. Lucifer was, I'm sure, bickering about it. God gave him the boot, kicked him out. And, you know, back then the earth was already developed kicked him out, threw him, casting him down to earth. Then, on top of that, there were some angels, and I don't know why, and we'll never really know why, maybe he don't want us to know why, turned against God. Why anybody would want to turn against Father God is beyond me. And they got casted out too as well. Which, I hate to bring the word up, I, t- I use it a lot, but uh, they're called demonomic, demon angels or demonomic angels. And yes, it is true. Yes, in the spiritual realm, your guardian angel is always battling against your demon angel. And I even hate to call them an angel. They're not even an angel in my eyes. They're a bunch of demons. And Satan stirs the pot up. But one day, see, he's already lost the battle. When God comes back, it's over. Game over. And Satan's going to be kicked out into that lake of fire. Because, see, originally earth was going to be heaven one. Mm-hmm, I don't remember until Adam and Eve messed up. That was the first sin, of course. And then heaven two is where our loved ones at, the ones that believe 
in Jesus and accepted him when he died on the cross for my sins and your sins and everyone else's sins. So we have a heaven three, the new Jerusalem, as it's called in Scripture, that's being built and... You know, and that's where our loved ones are going to be. That's where we're going to be when he comes back and he calls us home. Now, if we're already up there, a lot of people get confused. If we're already up there before the rapture comes, then we're going to be up there, right? The ones that accepted him. Now, when the rapture comes, we're going to go down there, be united with our, merged with our bodies. People have asked me, well, if I, if, if I have a loved one being cremated, how's that going to work? I have no idea. But I'm going to tell you something. God is a God of gods, okay? He can do anything. He's all around at any moment, any time. So the main thing is I can tell you is just be ready. Be God ready. That's right, CA. And that's what I want to tell everybody. You've got to be God ready. Now, when I'm with the kiddos uh, and they're in the bus with me, I always tell them to buckle up, be safe. But also know that God is with them all the way. That's right. And, you know, we need to be examples. A lot of us, where you have to bake cookies, go to the senior citizen centers, whatever it may be. You know, you want to tell the story about Jesus. Don't ever miss an opportunity. Plant, plant seeds. If you're shy, if you're bashful, it doesn't matter. What matters is, is you're planting a seed. There's some people that can talk. There's some people that are a little embarrassed to talk. There's some people that are scared to talk because of the times we're living. But what's the main purpose of God putting us on earth? One, to tell him about him. Two, to enjoy our life. Three, whether he wants you to be married or you want to be married or have a significant other, whatever it may be, because uh, we're on free moral agents, he wants you to be happy. He wants you to enjoy life. And that's the most important thing. I agree 110%. That's right. So, Bus Captain Bill, is there anything else you want to say before I get ready to Bible teach today? You know, we're going to, I'm going to be talking on, can we know what is the will of God? C.A., I am ready to hear it. Sounds like a winner. Okay. All right. Well, Bus Captain Bill, you have a great day. I just want to tell everybody it's great to come into the studio here in Central Downtown, Faith Studio 1, the iHeart Radio Studio, talking with wonderful C.A. Uh, over some coffee. So, I hope you all have a great day. Thanks, Bus Captain Bill. Bye, C.A. Bye. Okay, so today, by special request, I am going to talk about can we know what is the will of God? If you go to the book of Romans chapter 12 and verse 2, it talks about do not be or do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. He is good pleasing, and perfect will. That's in the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 2. If you want to highlight that, make notes, feel free. And during my conversation on talking about some scriptures I'm going to give you guys here in a while, if you want to make note on it, feel free, I'll remind you. Guys, every Christian is interested in discovering God's will for their life. I know I am every day I wake up, God, it's your will. What is your will for me? But what is God's will? And how can we go about discovering it? Is it his will, something hidden that we need to seek out, or maybe it's something obvious? More importantly, can we miss out on God's will, or can we somehow mess things up by making the wrong decisions? I think we've all been there. I think everybody needs to give themselves an amen, because you're not perfect, and we're not perfect people. So let's remember that. 
There are tough questions that have serious repercussions. And the good news is, friends, is that we can know and live out God's will as it is revealed to us in prayer. In fact, Scripture through the Holy Spirit, God wants us to spend our lives trying to figure out like some kind of cosmic puzzle. Everybody's put puzzles together, correct? But instead, he reveals himself to us when we seek his will. We will never fully understand, friends, God's will. Or is it beyond our comprehension? Yet God doesn't leave us wondering. He just doesn't. How to please him and how he has given us ways to ensure that we are in his will. So what does the will of God mean? Well, make note in the book of Matthew chapter 6 and verse 10. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You see, friends, Jesus taught the disciples how to pray for God's will to be done. And by extension, he is teaching us the same thing. The will of God consists of things that are not in line with God's plan and purpose. Simply stated, as it is, the things that God wants. And God is not is unafraid to communicate these things to us. For example, the Bible tells us that it is God's will that none would perish. Find that in the book of 2 Peter chapter 3, that little short verse on verse 9. As we understand, that does not mean that the salvation for everyone is what God wants. Throughout history, we see that God reveals his will to all who truly seek him. You see, friends, Scripture gives us many clear examples of God revealing his will to people such as Noah, Abraham, Moses, Gideon, and many others. You know, Henry uh, Black Bay had written that with all these examples, the pattern was the same. Number one, he came to them. Number two, he revealed his planned activity. Number three, they believed him and adjusted their lives to him. Number four, they obeyed him. And number five, they experienced God's will. I'm sorry, they experienced God doing his will through them. In fact, God still comes to us and speaks to us through prayer and through his word. And he enables us to adjust our lives to him and see his will will live out in us. So, question that, get at, that gets asked is, when people speak of God's will, what do they mean? Well, you go to the book of Malachi and make notation, maybe highlight it's a short verse. Malachi chapter 6 and verse 8. He has shown, O mortal, what is good and what does the Lord require you? To act and justify and to love mercy and to walk humbly with the Lord. Have you walked humbly with the Lord? I want you to think about that. We often speak for his desire for God's will for us to be done and many big decisions in our life. Asking his guidance and who will we marry? Where will we live? Where will we work? And for the salvation of those we love. You know, these are perfectly good places to seek out his will. He is glorified when we pray for his will to be done in us. 
However, we must be aware that he may not have that answer we expect or in the way that we want to expect it. And that it's very true, right? It's happened for you in different areas like it's happened for me. In fact, God reveals much of his will for us in verses like Malachi chapter 6, verse 8, when he teaches that his will for us be humble, merciful, and just. It isn't some great mystical discovery, friends, but it is exactly what we need to do in order to see and understand, <clears throat> excuse me, and do his will. And as we pray for God's will to be done in, on earth as it is in heaven, we must first accept his will and not look at our own will. In other words, it's my will, God, not your will. Don't look at it that way. Look at it like, God, it's your will. Your will be done. So perhaps the most astonishing example of God's will was being different when it comes from our own. For Jesus himself, on the night he was betrayed, in his humanity, he wanted nothing to do with the pain and agony of the cross. Who would? His prayer as a perfect picture of submission to the will of God. And this is what he said. In the book of Matthew, and you can highlight it, chapter 26, in verse 39. My Father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as my will, but as your will. Because the life of Jesus was so amazingly turned into God's will, he was prepared to set aside his own and embrace his internal work that God was about to do for him. So I'm going to give you 10 helpful Bible verses about God's will. And this will help you in how it works within us. Make notation. First one, of course, is the book of John, chapter 6, in verses 39 to 40, where Scripture reminds us, And this is the will of him who sent me, that I shall lose none of these he has given me, but raise them up from the last day. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son, and believes in Him, shall have eternal life. And I will raise them up at the last day. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18 is another one. Give thanks in all circumstance, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Another good one is 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 3 and 5, where Scripture reminds us it is God's will that you should be sanctified, that you shall avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable, not in a passionate lust like the pagans who do not know God. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Daniel chapter 4, verse 35, And all the people of the earth are regarded as nothing. He does as he pleases with the powers of heaven and the peoples of the earth. No one can hold back his hand or say to him, What have you done? 
the book of Galatians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father. Acts chapter 21, verses 12 and 14. The people there pleaded with Paul. Now go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, Why are you weeping and breaking my heart? I am ready not only to be bound, but also to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. When would we not be dissuaded? We give up and we said, The Lord's will be done. Romans chapter 9, verses 18 and 23. Therefore, God has mercy on those who have mercy, and he hardens whom he wants to be hardened. One of you who says to me, then what does God still blame us? For he is able to resist his will. But who are you, a human being, to talk back to God? Shall uh, what is formed to one who has formed it? Why did you make it like this? Does not the potter have the right to make out the same lump of clay? some potters for special purposes, and some for common use. Two more. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 6. Obey them not only to win their favor when the eye is on you, but as, a slaves, as slaves of Christ doing the will of God from your heart. James chapter 14, I'm sorry, James chapter 4, verses 14 and 15. Why you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little and then vanishes. Instead, you are to say, it is the Lord's will we live and do this or that. So as you meditate on these scriptures that I gave you, and you may have to go back to the podcast and make special notations. Pray that God will draw you close to Him, and He will reveal His will as you seek Him. Now, can we know what God's will is for certain situations? Well, the answer is resounding yes. Well, how do you know that, C.A.? Yet knowing His will and hearing His voice requires us to first be seeking Him in little things, getting to know Him, growing our relationship with Him, simply because of who He is, and asking Him to reveal His will for us. We can certainly pray for God to teach us His will, as the psalmist did, and I encourage you to read in the book of Psalms at chapter 143 and verse 10, where it says, Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. You see, Jesus makes it clear that by seeking God and choosing to live according to his word, we can not only do his will, but we will be warded as hares with Christ because of it, saying, Whosoever does Jesus' will is my brother and sister and mother. Find that in the book of Mark. You may want to highlight that, chapter 3, verse 35. Here's another one in 1 Corinthians uh, we're going to talk about with Paul. See, the world can be tricky. It really can. And things are not 
of God's will. So you've got to be careful of that and literally appear to be good. God's ideas in differentiation, the truth from the false, we can look at what happened to Paul, what I'm fixing to talk about. See, Paul knew a little bit about understanding the will of the Lord and even states that he knew it as God's will even before coming an apostle. In fact, I encourage you to read 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1. Now, in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, Paul talks about that we can weed out those subtle lies and learn the will of God. We hold nothing back from God, allowing God to have full control of our minds. Do not conform to the pattern of the world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. This then will be able to test and prove what God's will is. He is good, pleasing, and perfect will. We know God's will by testing and approving in the mind of the renewing mind of God. Question also comes to mind is how do we pray to follow God's will for our lives? Go to 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. Highlight this. This is confidence that we have in approaching God's will. That if we ask anything according to his will, he will hear us. That is correct. He will hear us in that scripture. So we can pray in confidence in God's will, friends, for his will to be done in us. We can ask him to reveal himself by the power of the Holy Spirit through the power of prayer, his word. We follow the example, make notation in the book of Colossians chapter 4, verse 12, which reveals that the early believers fervently prayed for God's will for one another. In fact, Epirus, who is one of the uh, who is one of you and the servants of Jesus of Christ Jesus, sends greetings. He is always wrestling in prayer for you, that you may stand in firm of all the will of God, mature and fully assured. So, in the same way, I pray that you will find God's will when He reveals it to you through His Word and through. Uh, the time that you spent with him in prayer. I pray your relationship with God be intimate, that your faith will be strengthened, that your heart will deeply be rooted in truth, because that is the only found in Christ, and that your mind be fully renewed by his love and his mercy. I ask that you would stand firm, fully trusting God and faithfully following him and his will, even when you cannot see beyond your next step. May you seek out to love, justice, humanity in all of your relationships, and so they'll be prepared to, ready to live out God's will and perfectly will. I pray that you seek him and you will find him, that his will be accomplished in you in Jesus' name. Amen. Another thing in closing, I want you to remember that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, friends. He is eternally good to us as we seek his will for us. Let's first seek to know him deeply, and knowing him and our lives will naturally blend in the direction of his will. Amen, amen. And that is CA's notes on today's topic. I know I haven't biblically done any biblical teaching in a while. A lot of examples. Feel free to share this podcast. Can we know what is God? What is the will of God? I hope that helps you. If you have any questions or anything like that, I'll be more than glad. You can email me, morningspirit at gmail.com. Morningspirit at gmail.com. Before we close out, let's do some running home with Cochran. 
and company. I sink it all in. God, it's your will in my life, your life, and my friends' lives out there. and company running home well i hope that that helps you guys out uh and i just want to say before i close out in and and closing just a little bit of time here to i know i've rambled a lot but uh those scriptures are going to help you and let me tell you i'm going to remind you you know uh god is three in one the trinity i've had a lot of people question me and ask me about the trinity the trinity god the father 
God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. You see, friends, when God, when Jesus died on the cross for our sins, as we celebrated Easter, which a lot of people just celebrate Easter, and they remember, and then they forget, which is sad. We live in a very lost, and I kid you not, lost world. Just step outside today, and you'll see craziness and everything. You'll see the devil's on the loose. You always got to watch your back. It's sad, but you know what? You know that God's there with you. He's got his angels. Just say, Lord, protect me. And we'll say a prayer here in a little bit. Protect my kids. Protect, you know, if you've got grandkids, protect them too as well. But what I want you to remember is, is when God, he's up there in heaven. You know, Jesus is up there in heaven with God. Remember, God's three in one. God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay. A lot of people get confused about that. The Holy Spirit. Well, when Jesus went and was resurrected and he's up there in heaven with God sitting on the right hand side of the throne. He sent the Holy Spirit as a helper, as a helpmate. In other words, when you don't know the ones that don't know Jesus Christ as personal Savior, goes under a conviction when the Holy Spirit is tugging, which is God tugging at their heart to accept him. Or you're saved and you're going through trials and tribulations, maybe your marriage, your boyfriend, girlfriend, your finances, whatever it may be. You're under conviction. Or maybe you're having a rough week like I've had at work where you're under a conviction. But in your mind, you don't have to have your eyes closed all the time, guys. In your mind, you can pray to God or speak it out in your car or wherever. Break room when no one's around or stepping outside. God, help me in my situation I'm going through. I know I'm under a conviction. Help me. Help me figure out what I need to do right, what direction I need to go at your will. What I guess what I'm trying to say is, is when you open your heart and you listen to him, you can't go wrong. Remember when I've talked about being a Christian is not the easiest path. But when you reap the benefit and the net returned, the net return is... You gave your heart to Jesus. Your net return is, is when he calls you home, you're going to be up there in heaven with the streets of gold. He has a mansion, many mansions prepared for us out there. And we'll be worshiping him. If you could just feel right now, the Holy Spirit is just dwelling inside of me right now. There is somebody that doesn't know Jesus. If we can help you here at our radio station, please email me, morningsbrew at gmail.com, morningsbrew at gmail.com. Please don't be bashful. If you're on Twitter, direct message me at morningsbrew. Uh, If you're on our Facebook page, uh, go to the Morning Brew Christian Podcast, Facebook message me, or text it to me on text a prayer. Click on station information. If you want to ask me questions about Jesus, we got prayer partners. We got, guys, we got everything. That's what our ministry, I'm very thankful, you know, and I'll be getting closer as the year gets closer. We get through the summer season. Four years I've been doing this radio ministry. I never dreamed in my life that this was a direction that God wanted me to go when he planted this seed. 
I do this a lot on volunteer work for iHeartRadio. I don't want to get paid for this. Uh, if people want to donate to our ministry, that's fine. But I'm not a money taker. It's a very tough time in America. I want to be a helper. I want to be a brother in Christ to my brothers and sisters out there who want to know him. Doing good deeds ain't going to get you to heaven. It's having Jesus in your heart. But if I can plant seeds to billions of people out there, because someone's going to hear this, even when the rapture comes one day, someone's going to hear this podcast. And he don't want us to know when he's coming back. But I feel like I'm doing my job because I love him. And I'm going to tell you something. God has, and this is a true witness, he has always had my back. And when you don't think he has your back, he does. And he also has your will for you. So what do you say? Let's close out in prayer. Please share this podcast with anybody that wants to know this. Okay? Dear Jesus, we thank you for all you do. God, thank you for the ability to biblically teach on this topic today, your will. And God, I just pray for my friends out there, radio listeners out across all across the world who want your will and your way in their life, whether it's a home, whether it's a marriage, whether it's finding somebody, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, we love you so much, and we ask you forgive us of all of our many sins. Be with us, we pray. In Jesus' name, and all God's people said, in 110% total agreement, amen. All right, guys, this is CA. I'm going to saddle up. I'm going to leave Faith Studio 1, the iHeartRadio studio, in beautiful central downtown Fort Worth. Y'all have a great day. Bye for now.